Hi everyone, this is Krista with episode number 37 on the Wag Out Loud podcast. So glad to have you here. Let's get started with today's canine fun fact. Did you know that keeping your dog on a leash or in a fenced yard is even more important during the winter? Snow can mask scent trails, making it harder for lost pups to find their way home. Welcome to the Wag Out Loud podcast, where we are obsessed with bringing you helpful tips on canine health care, nutrition, and overall well-being. If you'd like to support the show, check out the products and resources that I personally recommend on the Wag Out Loud website. I'm your host, Krista Karpowicz, and I'm super excited to be bringing you yet another tail-wagging episode. Welcome back, dog lovers. We have another awesome episode in store for you today. Today's guest is Nicole Erickson with Small Batch, and it all began with a passion for helping animals and grew into a pursuit of deeper level nutrition and independent pet industry education. As one of just eight members of the entire Small Batch company, Nicole's purpose is to teach pet parents about fresh food, a holistic mindset toward animal wellness, and how we're all interconnected on this planet. She believes that we are what we eat, and as consumers, we cannot only shift pet industry standards, but change the landscape of food production for ourselves as well. Quality comes before quantity when we follow Mother Nature's lead in creating pristine ingredient raw foods. Nicole, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me, Krista. I'm excited. I am too. And today we're going to be chatting about small batch, big difference. So (laughs) I just want to uh, let everybody know that I found out about small batch products from my local pet boutique that I go to, and I bought a bag of freeze-dried beef heart treats. And just reading the bag, I loved the simplicity of the ingredients, beef heart and that's it (laughs) just one thing just one thing and my dog Winston goes crazy for them so Nicole who is small batch pets and can you share with us the story of how the company came to be certainly so small batch pets is coming up on 15 years as a premium ingredient fresh food and treats company for both dogs and cats in the landscape. We've been known for our raw diet for the majority of our years. And we've added some amazing treats like your freeze-dried heart and some other fresh food as we've been through the journey. But really who Small Batch is, is a tiny group of animal lovers that really wanted to make something that wasn't available in the pet food market. David and Diana Vogel started their journey in the Mission District of San Francisco when the beginning stages of the slow food movement were kind of starting to spark people's awareness. And the idea of slow food is that you are utilizing what's available in your local terrain. So buying from small family farms that are right in your backyard and knowing the people that you're purchasing ingredients from. David was in the human food side of slow food 
Diana was working in pet and the two of them kind of came together to solve a problem that they, you know, couldn't find what they were looking for in the landscape. So over the years, we have evolved uh, really from a door-to-door home delivery service uh, in a made-to-order model to a little bit bigger, but still very craft batch production raw foods. And that's why we love you. Absolutely. (laughs) So what makes your food and treats different from others that are on the market? I think that that is answering those questions. What makes us different uh, and how we came to be really are the cornerstones of what makes small batch unique. First of all, in the greater pet food landscape, we actually make a real food product. So it is frozen raw and freeze-dried, complete foods and treats. But in our smaller segment of pet nutrition, uh, the fresh food category, what makes us very unique is the quality of the ingredients that we source. To this day, David Bogle himself actually purchases every single one of our raw materials that's utilized in small batch food to have hands-on acquisition and partnerships. When you are purchasing in the grocery landscape, meat and vegetables is everything. If you're not doing it yourself, you're putting it in the hands of someone else to know or to uphold the standards that you might set for the quality of ingredients you're looking for. Right. So small batch standards for the ingredients in our foods, most importantly for the meat that we purchase is humanely raised. Humanely raised for us extends into utilizing global animal partnership verified suppliers, but to actually have David have personal relationships with the suppliers we purchase from, to know that the animals are grass-fed and finished their whole life, humanely raised with full pastured outdoor access to the sunshine, All of our poultry is pastured, meaning it gets outside. It does chicken things, pecking, flapping, eating bugs. Hmm. His belief is the animals that we are going to use for consumption in the greater landscape should only have one bad day. And when we are supporting humane farming conditions, uh, not only is it less environmental impact for us, as you know, members of planet Earth, but certainly much more nutritious meat that is actually going to be utilized from those animals. And we should really respect the lives of all creatures on our planet, not just our companion pets. Absolutely. So for the meat, all humanely raised, especially important because we are a prey model raw food, meaning we want to duplicate Mother Nature's perfect package and utilize the complete Muscle meat, organs, bones, uh, natural fat inclusions, ratios. And if you don't have healthy animals, you're not going to get the trace nutrients in those individual elements that you intend to get. On the other side of the coin, (laughs) what we don't use is almost just as important. Since we're talking about the quality of small batch meat, we do not use any mechanically separated meat, also known as MDM for mechanically deboned meat in the food landscape, uh, which is basically the rendered leftovers after animals have been processed or premium cuts have all been taken off. It's a meat slurry, 
And it's one of pet food's tricky little secrets because it doesn't have to be identified on a pet food label. So small batch going into the nutritional integrity of the recipe, but also delivering the nutrients that we intend to get from all those parts means no mechanically separated meat in any of our foods ever. It's like sneaking in, you know, hot dogs onto your plate of filet mignon. This just doesn't work. (laughs) Yes, that's a good analogy. Yeah. The vegetable matter that we do use is all selected for the functional benefits of those individual vegetables and whole food supplements. But those are entirely uh, organic, non-GMO, most importantly to us, pesticide-free. We don't use any of the parts that are left over after stuff has been utilized for human grocery. None of the discards, the moldy stuff, the under-ripened or bug-infested, all of those can be sold into pet food for really, really inexpensive price per pound. So what we use could literally go onto the shelf at your premium organic grocery today. And how do you find your farmers? So it's been something because David has been in the food industry for as long as he has. They've largely been relationships that he has built over the years. As a company based in the Pacific Northwest, we have tremendous access to really fantastic independent farms in Northern California, Central Valley, Oregon, and Washington. So the process actually starts with uh, David making a visit to the supplier. He gets all of the appropriate paperwork and forms a relationship with them. So we are able to make small batch from entirely U.S. source materials, except for our kelp, which comes from Iceland. But beyond U.S. source, we want to find the most premium supply with close proximity to the production facility as possible. So almost everything we use is West Coast sourced. That's fantastic. What is your business model? Where can people find your products? So as a small company uh, that literally grew out of home delivery, we have made it a point to support independent pet retailers in the landscape of pet industry. Uh, The best place if you are looking for Small Batch is to start by visiting our website, which is www.smallbatchpet.com. We're not quite nationwide yet. As a craft food, we have grown very slowly with intentionality and really gone into areas and retailers that are nutrition and quality driven above mass production availability or price point. So we're, we're definitely a specialty product, but your local premium independent pet retailer is the best place to check us out. Okay. And Nicole, in your opinion, why do you believe raw is the best way to feed? Well, I'm always careful to answer that statement as a raw is the best way. We are definitely of the mindset that fresh food is the best way to feed. Raw being the least processed and therefore most ideal. But we really want to cater to the needs of our individual pets. Raw food as a form of feeding is certainly, like I said, the least processed. 
it is the most natural way that our carnivorous creatures, our dogs and cats, have been designed to utilize nutrients. So it's both the form, but also the utilization of what goes into a food formula. We want it to be absorbable. Maximum nutrients are going to be found when you're using premium ingredients. And that moisture content of meat, fresh meat rather, is essential. So we can adulterate what Mother Nature designed as minimally as possible and maximize the benefits for our companion animals when we are feeding a raw food diet. It's also the easiest way for us to minimize the need to augment our formulas with synthetic nutrients. Another neat thing about small batches, everything in our food is a whole food sourced nutrient. We don't add in any synthetic vitamin pack. Mm. So the intentionality in formulating the recipe to be complete and balanced, utilizing just real food, it takes quite a bit of thought and, uh, you know, careful formulation in order to be able to achieve that. But we're not relying on anything laboratory created, which ultimately isn't always the best when we are looking to feed premium ingredient products or the most ideal for our dogs and cats' bodies. Right. And if you talk to owners of big dogs, and let's say they have several big dogs, and maybe those people can't afford to feed a raw premium diet to all of the big dogs, do you think adding a little bit of small batch to an existing kibble diet is better than not changing their food at all? 100%. One of the Things that I really try to emphasize when I'm working with retailers or individual pet parents, some fresh food in your bowl uh, with any regularity is vastly beneficial over none at all. So especially tricky if you do have large animals that are going through a lot of food, you can do just one of your meals in the day, exclusively raw, fantastic. If you can use raw two or three times a week, fantastic. If you can augment your kibble bowl with a little bit of freeze-dried, either one of our treats or meal topper options, some vastly, vastly better than none, absolutely. Good answer. (laughs) And where do you see the pet food industry going? Because it is a ever-changing and confusing landscape. Do you think it's getting better And are more dog parents feeding fresh food now? You know, it's been an interesting last couple of years. Fresh food is definitely the fastest growing category in pet right now, which I have to say is a win for our animals. The awareness of the options has grown so significantly that I think more and more people know someone that might be feeding a raw food diet, it's slowly disseminating into kind of the bigger retail landscape, really as a fixture that they need to become educated on and offering to their clientele. I think as the category grows, like anything else in the world, it becomes a little bit more difficult to really decipher what is in the products that you're purchasing. Marketing is really good at you know, utilizing 
smoke and mirrors to kind of a, appeal to the the key terms that we think we want to see on a bag, like organic or cage-free. But pet food, it's really a space where there's no food police. And you can make a lot of claims without having to substantiate them. So it's a lane that I think will continue to grow and really utilizing every channel you can to research the company that you choose to support and establishing a good relationship with your local retailer. They're the ones kind of on the front lines looking at new products and helping you make the best determination for you, uh, your home and your pet's needs. Got to be a little bit more of a concerted effort to decide where you want to align yourself. But ultimately, I think that interest is only uh, beneficial to our animals. Thank you for sharing that. And what are you and your team working on right now and any new products on the horizon? (laughs) We added a really neat new product to the small batch family earlier this year. And that's a lightly cooked version of our raw food formulas. And really that came about because there are still going to be consumers or pet parents that are leery of the idea of raw food. They might have an older animal um, that is just being introduced to real food in their bowl after many years of eating an exclusively you know, processed food diet. And there is greater interest in fresh food in the veterinary landscape. So we wanted to come up with an option that would kind of put people's minds at ease, but be a really easy stepping stone into premium ingredients fresh food feeding. So it's all of the benefits of the prey model recipe that is our small batch classic raw, meaning muscle meats, organs, bones, and then just whole organic veggies and herbs. But we gently sous-vide it. So it comes up to 150 degrees and it's held there for just five minutes, which is enough to mitigate pathogens and actually makes all of the aromatics of the food really, really fantastic. So that's been an awesome, awesome new add to small batch offerings as of late. Um, We started out with those for dogs. And on the horizon, we've got some cat recipe formulas in the works, which we are hoping for early, early next year to make their way out into the landscape. That's exciting. Giving people options. I love it. Absolutely. Especially our cats, our cat owners. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Well, Nicole, is there any success story that comes to mind of a dog that switched to small batch and what the benefits were? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's so many over the years of customers, the regularity of which People were trying to find relief for chronic allergies and uh, other inflammatory conditions like arthritis. Getting them into a raw food product was step one. Getting them onto something with as much nutrient density and clean ingredients as small batch was step two. My own dog is actually a fantastic story. He was a rescue uh, that came to me through lab rescuers in San Diego, and he was pushing the scale at just about 100 pounds. And as a yellow Labrador, he's a big boy, but he was quite overweight at that point. 
he had been diagnosed by the orthopedic vet with bilateral elbow dysplasia and arthritis in both hips at the age of four. So I needed a way to get him mobile and had to put together a rapid plan to get his weight back down. When he came to me, I started introducing a little bit of freeze-dried into his kibble, and then we increased the amount, gradually switched him over into our small batch complete diet. And over the course of about two years, I would say with the total transformation, he's just about 77, 78 pounds Mm -hmm. now. So nearly 20, almost 25% of his body mass has been reduced. He is fully mobile and that chronic inflammation that his joints were experiencing has been all but dissipated. His muscle tone is fantastic and he does not have to take any prescription and said medications at all, which has really been amazing. Even our veterinarians have been super impressed at how well he was able to to come down from the incredible weight and and degree of pain and discomfort that he was in to be super happy and healthy. And he's about 11 years old now and going strong. (laughs) Awesome. And what's his name? His name is Mac. Mac. That's so cool. Yay, Mac. Yeah. (laughs) So he is definitely a, a testament to what, what real food and, nutrition can do yep i'm a true believer well nicole before we go um i just want to share with our listeners this is really cool nicole and our friends at small batch have a great way for you to try them out so as a listener thank you they're going to send three prize packs that contain some of their freeze-dried products and all you need to do is share this episode on either facebook or instagram and tag at Wag Out Loud, and then we're going to be drawing the three random winners. So thank you again, Nicole, for offering this. That is amazing. Where can everybody find out more about you and Small Batch? <laughs> Check us out on all of our social media platforms. We like to share updates, you know, on production, deliveries of fresh veggies. We're super food nerd in our Instagram feed and stories have regular pictures of everything that we've got going on. So at small batch pets on Instagram, small batch pets on Facebook or our website, smallbatchpets.com. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being here today and for what you and your team is doing to make better quality dog food. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. It's our pleasure. Have a great day. Thanks, Nicole. Thanks, Krista. You too. Thanks for listening to the Wag Out Loud podcast. If you enjoy the show, please be sure to subscribe for free, and we'd love to hear your comments. You can find out more by visiting wagoutloud.com, and there you'll find great product recommendations and fantastic resources. That's also where you can visit our Bark About It page, where you can suggest topics, guests, or products. Please be advised that this show offers health and nutritional information and is designed for educational purposes only. You are encouraged to do your own research 
and should not rely on this information as a substitute for, nor does it replace professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have any concerns or questions about your dog's health, you should always consult with a veterinarian or nutrition expert. I appreciate you. Catch you next time.